Good morning, Ray. Good morning, John. How are you today? I'm doing great, man. How are you? Oh, man, it's a gorgeous day outside. I'm doing very well. A little cloudy. Yeah, the fish are probably biting, though. Yeah, you know, the fishing report. Yeah. So we're here today for another episode of Saturday Morning Sales Meeting. Yes, we are. We are continuing our five-part series on uh, just five questions that every sales employee, at least, of every dealership should know the answer to. Or, or have several answers to. Yeah, we suggest have ten. Yeah. So we call it our 10, 10, 10, 10, 10. <laughs> Is that five tens? That was five tens. I don't I, call it that. You may call it that, Ray. I call it the five questions. I, I actually counted on my fingers as I went through the 10. Oh, did you? I went 10, 10, cool. 10, 10, 10. I touched a finger each time. You have five fingers. Time, so, yeah. I do on my left hand. Oh, okay. Yeah. So the five questions are, we should recap, why buy this product? Correct. Why buy today? Why buy from this dealership? Why buy from me as a salesperson? And then why set an appointment to come into the dealership? That seems to be the most difficult. Which I don't know. It's the most fun as well because, you know, people just naturally want to just show up in the dealership. Absolutely. But- it certainly provides, uh, by setting an appointment, there is a cost, right? People think, well, it doesn't cost right. anything for an appointment, but there is a cost. The cost is time out of my schedule, right? But, uh, but that's not what we're talking about inconvenience. today. Inconvenience. Oh, no, but I digress. <laughs> okay. So, so but today, I like that one, you know? So yeah, I, yeah, right. Don't tempt me, John. I'll get going. You get going. So, so today we are going to talk about why buy from this dealership. Correct. So, regroup uh, your thoughts there and, right. uh, you know, have a swig of your Red Bull. Don't mind if I do. I have coffee warming up. Yesterday's coffee. I don't know. Am I the only one that does that? I'm not much of a coffee drinker. Which is a great uh, prelude to why buy here. I Fresh tell people coffee? all the time, yeah, we got the best stale coffee in town. <laughs> oh, the best stale coffee. Yeah. Yeah. No, but, you know, usually there's some kind of uh, coffee maker. A lot of dealerships now have Keurigs. Yeah, yeah. Which you can make a, your own cup. A fresh cup of uh, steamed coffee. Cup of joe. Cup of joe, freshly brewed. Leaded or unleaded. Yeah. Or I was at a dealership that had a big, nice, uh, what was it, Starbucks machine. Oh, yeah. Actually, Starbucks brand coffee. They could have uh, a couple of varieties. Do you like Starbucks? I don't. Yeah. I'm not a coffee connoisseur, but I've heard that it's garbage coffee sold at five times an average cost. Yeah. I think it's over-roasted. Oh. Even their, okay. what they call, uh, pike, yeah. which is kind of their, their gentle medium or, or light roast. Okay. Um, and it, it still has that. Like burnt, yeah, smell. that it over roasted kind of. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not a fan, but but yeah, I mean amenities. Let's call it. So you know, obviously, I would say ninety percent of the car lots out there have a popcorn machine with dry stale popcorn in it, right? And a, some kind of coffee maker. Yeah. Well, if you have things that are nicer than that, well, let's accentuate those. A little. I mean, it's Absolutely. a cheesy one, but you know, it's something. I know. There are several dealers I've been in that have like fresh baked cookies, you know, a few times a day. Well, that's yeah. pretty damn cool. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, who doesn't like a warm cookie? No, I could go for a warm cookie right now. <laughs> I don't have any. Yeah, I know. But we could go fishing. <laughs> and that relates to cookies how? I don't know. It's, a, it's an amenity. <laughs> yeah. We have fishing. Yeah, if you have a fishing pond out in front of your dealer, uh, maybe, you know, have a couple of poles. Sell the pond, baby. Yeah. 
Well, so let's move on. Uh, one of the biggest ones for me is the the length of time or the that you've been in business or the history of the dealership. Uh, I was in a dealership in Little Rock, Arkansas. Uh, I don't think they'll mind me saying it's Bale Chevrolet and uh, Hunter Bale is the GM or, or DP, but I believe his either i think it's his great grandfather that started that dealership oh, yeah. could have been his grandfather but i think it's his i think he's the fourth generation and he has a son coming up that you know in a few years probably there you go be involved yeah go on to fifth generation that was in a um, edwards chevrolet in birmingham and i think they've been in business you know i don't know the exact number of years but it's something like 75 years they have been in business as a car dealership and what's the benefit to the the buyer, the consumer. Yeah, I think let's talk reason and benefit, right? Yeah. Or feature and benefit. Absolutely. I think, you know, it kind of puts you as a firm uh, pillar of the community. Right. You know, you're not going anywhere. Obviously, dealerships like that are usually involved in like little league teams or community events. But I love the we're not going anywhere. Yeah. It's not like you're going to buy the car and next week, oh, you go yeah. back because there's a problem and. Darn it, they're no longer in business. Yeah, or be a different name on the building, right. you know, under new management or whatever. Yeah, so you're buying from a, a reputable source, somebody who's been in business for a long time, pillar of the community. And, and you've said it before, Ray, stories sell vehicles. Absolutely, that's yeah, a, that's tell a cool the story. story. Yeah. It is. So, and, and the fact that they have more at stake by providing either a positive or negative experience for the consumer. Absolutely. Right? If it's I mean, a family affair, yeah. I mean, yeah. they don't want a bad name on no. the Bale name out there right. or the Edwards name. All but, right, so but, speaking of that, let's move to a different okay, point. Okay, one of the ones I like is the management team. You know, we talk about longevity of the actual dealership or right. the history of the dealership. Let's talk about the, the management team and... Uh, you know, if you've got somebody that's been there in a management role for 25 years or 30 years, well, let's play that up. He probably knows a lot of people in the community. Right. And if he's been there that long, let's hope he has a pretty darn good reputation. Okay. So, yeah, I would, uh, you know, we talk about this early manager introduction all the time. Right. Let's introduce people to this guy who's been here forever, who goes to church down the road. And, you know, everybody knows is, you know, well, that guy's been there for 30 years. He's not going anywhere. Okay. I think pillar of the community or, you know, community involvement as well as, you know, so a, a dealership's not going anywhere. Mm -hmm. You've got the representation or link back to the manufacturer. Certainly the, the knowledge and ability of the people who are within the dealership. I think is what you were referencing. Yeah. Another one is a full service service department, like, right? Our cars have gone through a rigorous inspection, right? Pre-owned may, may go through, you know, a 101-point inspection yeah. or whatever I've heard case. 30, 90, 101, 120, 140. Yeah, uh, 687 yeah. inspection <laughs> well, points. We would go through a 2,300-point uh, inspection. But but to be able to say, especially on the pre-owned cars, obviously the new are new, and they come with their warranties and, and mm -hmm. certain guarantees. But, but the pre-owned, just to be able to say, you know, Mr. Customer, if this hadn't passed our rigorous inspection process, we would have sent it to the auction. Right. right. We don't put you know, uh, questionable vehicles on our pre-owned lot. And, and I've had, again, going back to differences being valuable, I've worked with dealers who 
took pride in the fact that they didn't send much to auction. You know, they saw it as a service to the community that they could offer you a $500 car. Yeah. Those dealers have obviously, uh, in part of their way of doing business, they say, look, sir, I'd much rather you buy this $4,000 car that's going to be much more reliable. Right. But well, I don't know I that w- a $4,000 car is going to be well, I mean, reliable. You get this- a decent $4,000 reliable piece of transportation. I mean, okay. a 2005 Civic. Right. You know. <laughs> okay. Uh, but, you know, that $500 clunker is probably going to go bump, bump right after it goes bump, bump. Right. Onto the highway. <laughs> Uh, but anyway, so some dealers took pride in the fact that they could offer those vehicles to the public. Uh, and obviously with an as is and with all these, um, you know, stringent kind of declarations of you buy it, you own it. Right. But on the other hand, I've known dealers like you were mentioning that said, you know, if it's got over a certain mileage or if it's got any mechanical issues, if we can't put out an A plus 100 percent, you know, car that we're confident in confident in right then then we're not going to sell it because we don't want the chance of the reputation and i can see the value in both of those ways of thinking so why don't we you you brought up service for a moment there i I like the inspection process and if we have that longevity in service i mean obviously you sell the first car service sells the next 10 right so if you have a great service department if you've won awards well a lot of dealerships are getting into these uh car clinics yeah. Where they'll do once a month, they'll have you know a member of their service team, maybe the service manager and an advisor or two that will bring new owners together especially, but really anybody who's affiliated with the dealership as a customer uh, to come here at Car Clinic on best ways to maintain your vehicle. Uh, so we provide additional resource to you even after you've purchased your vehicle to help you maintain this vehicle, right? It's important not just that you have a new car, but that you have a new working mechanically sound vehicle on a perpetual basis. And we want to help you do that by providing you these resources to be able to keep your car running. That, that brings to mind, like, just you've walked into service departments where you felt like nothing's changed since 1958. Absolutely. And you've also, I'm sure, walked into those ones where you're like, wow. This State is, of the art. I would hang out here for a couple yeah. of hours. Right. right. Yeah. So, their, their service lane is cleaner than my kitchen. Right. And... <laughs> and yeah. And a lot of manufacturers, you know, require these upgrades every now. I mean, almost all of them do. Right. Um, but instead of just complaining about that and using that as a expense. Right. Let's use it as a marketing tool. Oh, gosh. You know? Well, and it's what we encourage all salespeople to do is, you know, part of the delivery process is do a service walk. Mm-hmm. Right. And I mean, there you go. You don't even have to do it after you have already signed papers or waiting to go into F&I, you can take them on a service walk as you're, you know, if you're going through that part of the dealership, you know, show them the service department, introduce them to an advisor, you know, explain to them how, you know, these advisors are there for them to be able to utilize as their point of contact for all things service related. 
Mm-hmm. I'm thinking as I'm walking through a sale here, um, you know, I might want to offer some refreshments. And instead of going to get those, say, hey, follow me. Because normally the refreshments are near service. Correct. If they are in your dealership, then yeah. Okay, come on over here. Let me get you a soda or juice or something, right. a coffee. And just let them kind of see with their own eyes. Yeah, see where the lounge is. See what's available to them as a customer of the yeah. dealership, right? Uh, you know, the snacks, the bottles of water that are cold in the refrigerator, the coffee maker. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, let's let's accentuate all the benefits of the dealership. Right. Well, another couple that I've heard uh, and seen used is like tires for life. That was a big one here locally with a, a dealer that... If you bought a vehicle here, a new vehicle, mm-hmm. then we would permanently always put fresh tires on it, you know, when they needed it. Wow. Now, of course, there were some back end requirements. You had to get all your service work done there. You had to do your scheduled maintenance there. Uh, you know, so they they kind of built the program in a way that they could advertise that and still pay for it. Right. But I thought it was a great marketing tool. Oh, fantastic marketing tool. Tires for life. What are some other ones? Uh, I know dealerships that have lifetime powertrain warranties. Yeah. Dealership I work with in uh, Murfreesboro, Tennessee, on all their pre-owned cars with less than 100,000 miles on them and less than 10 years old, all come with a lifetime powertrain warranty. Well, gosh, you know, I mean, if you're at 98,000 miles... Uh, there's some stuff that's going to go wrong on that vehicle. Well, plus, if, if the customer is looking at a used car on that lot and a used car across the street, right? of course, that's going to be a great selling point. Oh, my gosh, yeah. And unless if, you know, not every dealership has access to the warranty company that can provide that. So it's not just something that, well, so oh, yeah, we can do that, too. Yeah. Right? If you can, you can. If you can't, you can't. So why wouldn't you? I mean, that... I encourage them, every person I talk to, I would mention lifetime powertrain warranty. All their new cars came with the lifetime powertrain warranty. And I see that more and more from a huge cross-section of dealerships that are offering that lifetime powertrain warranty on their new vehicles. I think it goes back to setting yourself apart from the competition. And again, difference makes you unique. Right. So all of these things are things that we have seen being used to make a dealer unique. But if you work in a dealership that has some other kind of program, what else? We've talked warranties. We've talked features like tires for life or um, right, a lifetime powertrain power warranty. Yeah, facility, facility, all the different things that your facility provides for customers the, the, and for their convenience. And and I know uh, dealerships that offer free car wash. They've invested in a, a automated car wash, and they'll tell new people who purchase from them. Hey, bring your car in any time. No other services required. Just let us know. And we'll have one of our porters run it through our car wash and bring it back out to you. I mean, that's a nice yeah. feature. It, it, and you find not many people take advantage of it. And I was surprised at the number of customers who, after delivery, still did not even know that they had that available to them. To which I would say, gosh, shame on the salesperson. Why yeah. would you not bring every benefit of buying from you and your dealership to light with this customer, right? I mean, you're well, competing for value, their business. Which, which is why, how we're trying to raise the price in the customer's mind, raise the value right. in the customer's mind. Well, that's adding value. Yeah. Uh, what about concierge service, pick up and drop off oh, yeah. for scheduled maintenance or, or even you know unforeseen maintenance? Right. Absolutely. So... Because there's so many things that are unique to, you know, not every dealership has tires for life or lifetime powertrain or even free car wash available or those kind of things. So 
if you're listening and you're in a dealership and you're like, well, God, well, we don't really have, you know, some of those things that you've talked about, kind of, you know, walk your dealership, right? I mean, uh, figure out what things you can accentuate at your dealership is yeah. what I'm saying. I mean, make this an exercise to go and say, all right, well, what's special about our dealership? Well, I think that's the kind of the, the point of this five questions exercise is that when you're on the phone or, or even as a salesperson face to face with a customer and you get some kind of roadblock or objection or this dealer across the street does this, well, you have some things in the back of your mind that you're like, yeah, but they don't have this. Right. You know, and it, it becomes more of an organic discussion about why buy here yeah. versus, well, let me rattle off the, the three points that my manager gave me when I was hired. Right. You know? Right. So, and yeah. Find, I find the take, things that appeal to you yeah, about your dealership. Ownership. And and I don't even think it needs to necessarily be a point, nor should it, on this one in particular, of negotiation. It should be an aside throughout the selling process. Oh, I don't know if you're aware of this, but we provide free car washes for all of our customers. Oh, right. wow, that's awesome, right? Just little little things as you're walking them through the dealership or you're going out to the, you know, to the lot to go to a vehicle. Just little things you can throw out that continually trigger in that customer's mind. Oh, wow, you know, what a nice place. What a great place to do business. You know, what a nice feature. What an extra benefit. Well, Ray, it's like fishing. If you pick one bait, here, this is, the reason I, I know this is because this is what I do. I love fishing a spinnerbait, Ray. Okay. And every time I go fishing, I throw a spinnerbait. Whether it's the heat of summer and it's 100 degrees or it's 40 degrees outside and, you know, there are no fish within 50 feet of the bank, I right. still love to throw a spinnerbait around sunken cover, around an old lay-down tree or something. I can't wait to see how you're going to relate this. I'm saying that... These little things you're saying pepper in throughout the conversation is trying different baits. And that person may pick up on one that doesn't may, really mean that much to you. Right. But to them, that's really important. What about loaner cars, Ray? Have you ever uh, been at a dealership that offered free loaner cars? Or, yes. or even had a rental car department in case you had an extended service item. You know, if they were going to put a new transmission in and it was going to take them a few days... Absolutely. If, you're, if your brand requires you to offer a loaner car to every person who services that brand at your dealership, why wouldn't you say it? Well, I know dealers that do that without being required to. Again, it's a selling feature. It's a uniqueness. What makes them different from the next dealer? Absolutely. Yeah, I love it. Uh, it's not always cost effective for everyone to do it. Uh, but again, if you are able to, and that's something you offer... Let's play it up. It might be a different bait. <laughs> right? Right. But you're always going to go back to that spinner. I, well, that would be my favorite. Right. <laughs> but, and if I'm selling cars, I might really love the fact that, you know, I have a limited lifetime powertrain warranty. Right. But for somebody else, you know, buying a car that's going to trade it in two years, that doesn't mean much to them. Right. So, again, it's, it's, it's a spectrum. It's uh, casting out you know, six different baits right. and letting the customer pick the one they're in the mood for that day or during that transaction. Yeah. Okay. Well, so to recap, we've talked warranties. We've talked uh, perks of doing business with the dealer, tires for life, loaner cars, that kind of thing. Uh, we've talked facility features, you know, whether you have the nicest little cafe in your, in your dealer. 
we have talked about experience of the people involved in the deal, whether it's F and I manager, sales manager, or dealer principal. I know a lot of dealer principals walk the showroom and just squeezing palms, saying oh, thank you. Yeah, no, that's fantastic. Is yeah, getting to know the people who are at the dealership so they feel comfortable there, bringing their car back there, bringing their children there for their first car, or um, you know, referencing or or referring the dealership. I would train, and I do train uh, BDC agents to. You know, if it gets on the issue of, you know, what kind of financing do you all provide? Mm-hmm. You know, Mr. Customer, I can tell you we're a preferred lender for over 30 different lending sources, right? Shows the that we have leverage within these different financial institutions. And I always throw in there or encourage them to throw in there, our finance department is the best in the state at finding that institution that's going to look most favorably at your specific situation, right? Really talk up your management team, your finance team, your service team. We've got a fantastic service department, right? Just lay those little foundations of building credibility in the dealership, making them feel more comfortable about doing business with that dealership and continuing the relationship with the dealership, right? I mean, if you set the stage that we've got a fantastic service department, let me introduce you to one of my service advisors. He does a great job. She does a great job. You know, they're going to be able to take care of you, whatever you need. Uh, Here's their business card. You know, you can call and, and, uh, you know, speak to them directly if you have any problems or issues that you want to discuss or at least find out if you need to be concerned about. Wait, what about uh, this big one lately that, uh, you know, everybody in the world is talking about is your sales process, whether that's in person or virtual or digital or, you know, whatever you want to call it, the sales process can be unique dealership to dealership, which can be a huge selling point. I mean, I know, you know, during COVID here, if I'm a customer and I can get further along and get more information from the comfort of my home, you know, if you inquire on a manufacturer vehicle, automatically your lead is going to go to three or four local dealerships, right? Right. Well, if I'm that consumer, don't you think I'm going to do business with the one that is the quickest to respond with the most information that makes it easy to do business? Absolutely. So that sales process can make you stand out. And why not play that up? You know, if we're on the phone with a customer or typing an email or even, you know, face to face, say, look. Right. I know your time is valuable, Mr. Customer. And we here try to provide you as much information and opportunity to go as far down this path that you want to go on a digital format yeah absolutely yeah why not we'll do business with you the way that you want to do business yeah whether that's face to face or on email or through text or over the phone we will uh adapt to your process and your desires right and that's dealership wide you know yeah sell the fact that this is a dealership wide initiative to make sure that we are providing all the information and as much of the information throughout the process in the manner that you feel most comfortable yeah, with. I say adapt, but I don't, I don't like that word. That sounds like you're kind of figuring it out as that it's coming. I would say more, we can customize the sales process or the buying process for you. Yeah, customize. Yeah, we'll customize it, tailor-made, <laughs> custom fit. <laughs> All right. All well, right. Do you have others you'd like to add, or are we going to uh, wrap this up and consider part three done? Yeah, I think... I think we're done uh, just because it really is going to be contingent on the individual to look at their specific dealerships. We've given you some ideas, some examples, what we've seen out there in the different dealerships across the country we go to. But, you know, yours is going to be unique to your dealership. So make this a homework assignment or a project 
to come up with and, and go for 10. 10 reasons why they should be doing uh, business at your dealership. One of the best ways I found to engage on this topic when I would be in a dealership is, you know, I'm not coming back for 30 days in most cases. I would say, look, we have gone through this exercise and we've come up with three or four or five or six, or maybe we've come up with 10 between our group here in our training session. I said, I implore you to get out in other departments. You know, if you're in sales, go to the BDC and ask what they say. If you're in sales, go to the service department. If you're in the BDC, go to service and sales. You know, just ask maybe the people that have been there the longest or, you know, a sales manager, ask a salesperson. I mean, they're probably trying to play this up constantly every day. Right. So I would say share this. If you're a dealer, gosh, I'd have these posted wherever I have my sales meetings. And many do. I've been in lots of dealerships that have either uh, laminated cars that they sit on the salespeople or the salesperson's desk or posted in frames around the dealership. I would have a mural. No, (laughs) no, I would would have a three by five poster board, you know, hardback. You can get these printed for, you know, 30, 40 bucks. You put it in a frame, it looks all professional. You put it on the wall of your sales meeting room, your conference room. There you go. Yeah, absolutely. All right, well, thank you for joining us here on another episode of Saturday Morning Sales Meeting. Uh, We certainly appreciate it. We hope you'll join us again. Thank you for listening. If you enjoy the podcast, you can go to SaturdayMorningSalesMeeting.com where you can listen to additional episodes, read articles, and learn more about John and Ray. We also cover topics such as automotive sales and service, best practices, training, and techniques that you can put in place today to sell more vehicles and write more ROs. Or gain more dollars per RO. To register for a total dealership assessment, you can visit the website for more information or simply send an email to info at SaturdayMorningSalesMeeting.com. What's that email address again? It's info, Ray, at SaturdayMorningSalesMeeting.com. It's info, Ray, at SaturdayMorningSalesMeeting.com? No, Ray, it's just info at SaturdayMorningSalesMeeting.com. So just info at SaturdayMorningSalesMeeting.com. You've got it. Great.